the highest rates of suicide, highest rates of abuse and uh, violent crime and all these different things. And how do we not know about this? Do you feel like you're always fighting in a wall that you just can't win? So you quit before you even try. That was Brad Hutchcraft talking about the struggles of life in many Native American communities like the one he used to live in. I um, started talking to some of these young people um, firsthand, and it forever altered the course of my life. What if I said I've been there and I'm proof there's victory over every darkness, every light? Brad Hutchcraft is the director of On Eagle's Wings, a ministry for Native American youth. Brad is also our guest on this episode of GPS, God People Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Brad has some incredible stories about how God's working through on Eagle's Wings. You're also going to hear Billy Graham talk about how God can work through young Native American believers. The original American could turn around and be the evangelist to win other Americans to Christ. You can be an evangelist, too, someone who tells others about your faith in Jesus Christ. If you'd like to learn more about doing that, go to our website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I remember telling my dad, I don't want to have to live up to a certain name. I don't want to have to live up to the Ron Hutchcraft name because it was really known and everything in that area. If Brad's last name sounded familiar to you, now you know why. His dad is Ron Hutchcraft, an author and speaker who has spent over four decades working in Christian ministry. And because of his family's strong faith in Christ, Brad says he knew about God from a young age, but that did not mean he was following Jesus as a teenager. I never got into the party scene with my friends or anything. I carried my Bible to school, and uh, everyone saw that, and started off uh, high school fairly well. Uh, but quickly over the next couple of years, especially my sophomore year in high school, just started making a lot of bad choices um, as far as just uh, relationship stuff. And um, just the Bible on the outside I was carrying was very m- much not how I was living behind the scenes. Brad appreciates how gracious and forgiving his father was during that time. He just said, I don't want you to live up to my name because I'm imperfect, and I, that's, that's never what I've wanted for you. I want you to live up to the name of Jesus that, and reminding me of God's love. And it really hit home. It was just like, I've had this wrong. I've had this. It hasn't been a really personal relationship. And so the last couple of years of uh, last year and a half of high school, just really big heart change. After that change of heart, Brad thought God was calling him to work in Christian radio. His dad, Ron, had done it for years as part of his ministry work, so Brad was convinced that he should follow the same path. But God had a different plan in place for Brad's life. It started to take shape when the Hutchcraft family discovered some sad facts about the struggles of Native American youth. And there was the highest rates of suicide, highest rates of abuse, and uh, violent crime, and all these different things. And Our family never knew what was going on in Native America, really. The Hutchcrafts decided to go on a mission trip to a Navajo reservation in Arizona the summer before Brad went to college. We took this trip, and I um, started seeing some of the devastation, though, firsthand, and started talking to some of these young people um, firsthand. And it went from 
stats on a page to what was really happening. And so this one young person, 10 years old, I had the opportunity to lead this young person to the Lord. And they came up to me at the end of one of our events and just simply said, if I come to one of your events later in the week, will you tell me more about Jesus? Really simple question. And it forever altered the course of my life. I just started crying on the way back to where we were staying. And I, you know, looking at the stars in the southwestern sky and everything, just talking to the Lord. And I went back and I wrote out a letter and said, Christian radio is great. And there are people that need to do that. You're calling me to be outside of there. You're calling me to be making a difference in Native America. And whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to do it. Brad's brother, Doug, also felt a calling to serve Native Americans. He moved out to the Hopi Reservation in Arizona, started a ministry out there uh, to reach young people, and I went and joined in uh, the fight right after college. And so for uh, I lived on the Hopi Reservation for almost 15 years, and um, we were just trying to figure it out. Uh, basically, two white boys from New Jersey trying to say, hey, we, we want to reach out uh, to these Native young people. But what God has done through that is he's given us an opportunity to share that with others on uh, now over 100 different reservations across the U.S. and reserves in Canada to say, hey, this is what we found worked. Not You don't have to do this exactly, but here are the principles we found worked. If you will do these things, we've seen it makes a difference in Native young people's lives. A few of those principles that Brad says have worked include showing the youth unconditional love and reminding them that there is always hope. And lastly, On Eagle's Wings encourages new Native American believers to share their faith in Jesus Christ with others. Because it's not about me, it's not about our ministry, it's about these Native young people who have found hope and are carrying that message boldly. And they're able to stand there and say, This isn't a white man's God. He was a Mediterranean Jew. He probably had darker skin just like us. He had his land taken from him. He faced abuse. He faced all these different things. He died a violent death. It sounds so much like what is happening in Native America that when these messengers have this message, the walls come down and these young local young people are willing to take a stand in front of their friends, stand up and make a public declaration that I am asking Jesus into my heart this night. And you can have the same hope because when we're, when we're able to share the gospel, people can argue with a whole lot of things, but they can't argue with your story. It's your story. You lived it. And so the, the great thing is that works in Native America, but it works anywhere, too. We asked Brad to share some of the stories of how Jesus Christ has changed the hearts and lives of the young people he's worked with. Dozens flood into my mind. Um, there's uh, there's Joe, who I uh, was involved with uh, some bad stuff, especially a, a lot of drug use. Um, he had uh, buried a lot of his friends uh, by the by the time he was 15 years old. He had seen a lot of death, a lot of dying around him, and. He gave his heart to the Lord, uh, and from there, 
it wasn't an immediate, you know, I left everything behind forever. Joe went through a lot of back and forth, started getting stronger and stronger, became one of our team leaders. Uh, we helped him go to Bible school. He graduated from Bible school, uh, and I worked really hard there. And then there's Rachel. She was suicidal until she surrendered her life to Jesus. Today, Rachel travels with On Eagle's Wings and shares her story. Rachel's got a voice that you will hear over our, our through our speakers and everything. And we were on a reservation a couple of years ago. A lady came from down the street. This lady was a couple blocks away and just said, I was had the rope around the tree and I was ready to hang myself because she was about to go to jail and go away from her daughter for a while and everything. And she said, and God let me to come down to the court and look for Rachel. And so she got to talk to Rachel, who had also almost taken her life. Rachel led this young lady to the Lord before she goes away to prison and, uh, and was a part of helping save a life. Brad says it's especially impactful when believers like Joe and Rachel share what he calls their hope stories. And they're able to say, you know what? We have been the suicide attempts. We have been the abuse victims. We've been the gang members, the drug dealers. But we have found hope. And his name is Jesus. And they're able to stand there and say, that's who I was. That's who I once was, but I'm not that anymore because of Jesus. And yes, I make mistakes. Yes, I'm going to make bad decisions along the way, but I'm a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. We say it all the time. As long as there is breath, there is hope. It seems like there is no hope. As long as there is breath, there is hope. There is always hope in Jesus Christ. God loves you enough that he sent his son Jesus to die for you and give you eternal life. We would love to tell you more about that hope at our website, findpeacewithgod.net. And if you're already a follower of Jesus, you can also use that site as a tool to help you grow your faith and learn how to share your own story of hope. Again, the address is findpeacewithgod.net. Coming up, Brad is going to share a really helpful piece of advice about getting out of your comfort zone and following God's calling for your life. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The original American could turn around and be the evangelist to win other Americans to Christ. Billy Graham speaking to Native Americans and others in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in 1975. The ancestry of the Indians cannot be traced to the Mayflower or to the American Revolution. You were here long before the Europeans arrived. Today, like other American groups, the Indian stands at the crossroads, waiting for someone to tell him how to find abundant life to give him encouragement in the midst of many hopeless situations. It's time once again to emphasize evangelism among all ethnic groups in America. It seems to me that Indians can best be won to Christ by other Indians. Jesus Christ was not a white man. He was not a European. He belongs to all men. It must be demonstrated to the American Indian that the spirit of Jesus Christ can live in his heart and fulfill the deepest spiritual needs of his life. 
by the way, you hear Mr. Graham use the term Indian uh, on several occasions in his message. That was unacceptable and, and the most common way to refer to Native Americans at the time that message was delivered in 1975. Our guest in this episode has been Brad Hutchcraft. You can learn more about his ministry to Native Americans at this website, oneagleswings.com. Remember when Brad mentioned feeling a call from God to work in youth ministry on a Native American reservation? Well, looking back, Brad has this insight to offer about following God's plan for your life. I can say that if God is calling you to get out of your comfort zone and to go someplace that you're wondering, can I be used? If he's calling, the answer is yes, because I've seen it happen. It may take longer because of your background or whatever, but God When he calls, he is faithful to give you everything you need to accomplish the mission. Our thanks to Brad Hutchcraft for joining us on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Also want to give a big thanks to Citizen Way for allowing us to use their music. That's what you heard on this episode of GPS, an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Good news.